It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here, and gosh, I am very excited about our show today because we will be talking all about um, the importance of publicity. So I know all you mom entrepreneurs out there and you you know, my listeners who are small business owners that want to know how to use, um, how to actually get free publicity, I have a true expert that will be on the show today. So um, before we bring our guest on, let me start with the business tip of the week. So I thought this would be um, a great tip. Push yourself to get three quotes when searching for a product or service. You know, I found myself in a bit of a predicament this week. Um, I needed to buy um, T-shirts in large bulk. And I was under the gun. My designer had my T-shirts designed, and I had to get them over to the printer and I was just about to push the button to buy them when I had decided, wait a second, I only have two quotes. Let me just go for that third quote. Well, can I tell you, by taking the few extra minutes to get that third quote, I ended up spending about 25% less than I would have had I not gone for that third quote. So try to do that. A lot of times... um, We feel that we don't have the time, but sometimes it really, really turns out to be a benefit. Okay, so with that, um, let me give you a quick background um, on our guest, who's Christina Nicholson. Um, Christina is a happily married mother of two who is also a a TV news escapee who has stood in hurricanes, reunited families on live TV, and got paid to tour the Versace mansion in South Beach. Christina spent almost 10 years in the business doing just about everything in front of and behind the camera. Now Christina works in public relations, and it's her job to get people on TV. She's a big success at media relations, specifically because of her background. She knows who to talk to and how to talk to them. Unfortunately, this is something a lot of publicists lack because they don't know what it's like to be on the other side. Christina also loves makeup and anything beauty product related. So naturally, she became a unique presenter. 
you have to try the ma- the mascara if you haven't already. And I'm going to talk to Christine. I have to place my order for some mascara. But um, if you haven't heard of Unique before, Christina likes to describe it as a younger, more modern version of Mary Kay or Avon because it is the first direct sales company to capitalize on using social media. I can't wait to hear about that. Christina is also a local and national magazine contributor, writing all the time about so many different things. And Christina also has a blog that she likes to post to at least three times a week. Christina is also a Make-A-Wish Foundation wish grantor. I got goosebumps reading that. Christina loves to read, bake, and pretend she's Martha Stewart with some do-it-yourself arts and crafts around the house. So, wow, Christina, what a bio, and I'd like to welcome you to Paying It Forward. How are you today, Christina? I'm good, Josephine. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited for you to be on my show, and, you know, a lot of times I find my guests really through Twitter or, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, and when I came across your bio, I said, you know what? She would be the perfect guest to pay your knowledge forward about publicity because it's such an important aspect of every small business. So um, before we get into that, Christina, so tell me, um, did you ever think you were going to be behind the camera being a news reporter? I did think I was going to be behind the camera just because when I started out in the business, and it still is very competitive, and it was very competitive then. The business is changing a little bit. That's one reason I got out of it. But in order to get a job as a TV reporter today, you need to know how to do everything. You need to know how to operate the camera, how to edit what you're shooting. My first job was in New York City, and I had to carry around the big camera and the big tripod. I would set it up, and then I would walk around and stand in front of it and do my thing and then walk around again and shoot everything I had to shoot. So... It's, it's so competitive that I think news directors and management are realizing that they can have their employees do it all because everybody wants to do it. And if you really want to be in the news business, you, you have to be able to do it all. It's not like what it was before where you have somebody just holding the microphone or somebody just doing the camera, somebody even writing your stories. I mean, you really have to do it all if you want to be in TV now. Wow, I had no idea. I thought you got into the truck and went with the cameraman, and I thought that's exactly what I thought. I thought that you had a whole slew of people helping you. I had no idea you had to do all of that. So, Christina, that must have been an awful lot to do. Now, you did that before you had married. You got married and had kids? I did it. Before and after. Um, oh, wow. Some jobs you do it all. Some jobs you have a photographer. Um, even in Miami, I would have a photographer some days. And some days, a lot of people would call out sick or be on vacation, and I would be on my own. I mean, there were times when I was out in the field nine months pregnant carrying around a camera and tripod and doing it all myself. And the thing is, is that if you want to be in the business, you have to do that because the day you leave, you'll have 200 people sending in applications to do exactly what, what you just left. So it is wow. something that if you want to be in the business, you have to learn and you have to do. It's not as glamorous as people think. People will tell me, they'll ask me, oh, you have people doing your hair and makeup? Are you reading a teleprompter when you're out in the field? It's like, uh, no, 
I am trying to fix my hair and makeup, sitting in the car with seconds to spare before I jump in front of the camera and say whatever I'm saying off the top of my head. I'm not reading anything. Wow. That's amazing. Um, it never looks that way, Christina. You always look so pulled together in every single photograph I've seen of you. But um, I can imagine you've learned so much by doing that. So then when you decided to escape, as your bio says, what did you do next? Well, I think a lot of people who used to be in the news business, whether it's print or TV, a lot of them go into public relations just because we work closely with people in public relations many times. Unfortunately, a lot of the news you see is negative and it's crime. Um, but there are some stories that do get told that are positive and that are good for entrepreneurs to get their word out there. And I think because we are on the other side of it for so long and we're getting literally dozens and dozens of press releases a day, we're thinking, okay, we can do this because we're seeing what works and what doesn't. And it's almost like seeing something done wrong and right every day, you almost become an expert at it when you're not doing it. And it's a big, it's a big transition for a lot of people in the news business to go into PR. It's a big transition. A lot of people do it, but it's an easy one because we've been working so closely in it for so many years. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure that we can talk a lot even about press releases. That could probably take up the entire show. But, um, Christina, maybe you could discuss with us perhaps a process that an entrepreneur can go to through in order to promote themselves while on a budget? Because we know all entrepreneurs that are starting out there, a lot of people are starting, are bootstrapping or starting on a right. shoestring. So what kind of advice would you have for us? Um, I can give you five tips. And the first oh, tip would be just, to pretend like you're talking, pretend like you're talking to a friend. Don't, I mean, obviously you're excited about your business or your brand or your product, but you have a personal connection to it. Nobody else does. So if you're talking about it on TV or to a journalist or it's going to be in the paper, you just have to talk about it like you're talking to a friend. You want to be excited, but you also want to be realistic and you want to keep your topics short and simple. Speak in a normal language. If it's something like in the tech world, something online, you probably have all kinds of big and complicated words that I'm not going to understand. So you want to kind of dumb it down, make it simple. When you talk for too long, you're saying too much and people are bored and they're tuned out. So you just want to keep it short and simple, like you're talking to a friend about something you just saw, a restaurant you just ate at that you like. You should go there and this is why. You want to keep the conversation like that. Another thing you should do is practice. If you have a TV interview or you have a radio interview or something on the phone, you want to pretend that you're doing it for real beforehand. And you can do that easily with your phone. You can record yourself and talk and practice. You don't want to memorize what you're going to say. That's something I learned on TV doing live shots. Because when you try to memorize what you're going to say word for word, you're going to get tripped up. Just have your bullet points, have your three to five talking points and use that and you'll get your message across. Um, 
Another thing, you want to stand for something. You want to have an opinion about issues. If your product or your brand relates to a certain issue, you don't want to be wishy-washy. And this is a time when you you don't want to care what people think. You want to be yourself. If this is what you believe in, if this is what you made, and this is what you want to do, you need to stand for it. Don't be afraid to share your opinion. And then you can always hire a person like me to do the public relations for you. That's obviously if you have a little bit more money to spend. But I believe that if you have good PR, you don't need advertising. I recently got one of my clients' products. Yeah, we're gonna we're coming up on a quick break, but you know what? You made such a great point. If you have good PR, you don't need advertising. Yep. So you know what? We're gonna take a quick break now, but when we come back, we'll start right back up with that important topic. So Perfect. hang in there, everyone, and we'll be right back with Christina Nicholson. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Do you want to get a contact high? Tune in for fun, inspiration, and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your High on Life coach, Audra Irwin, each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern. As a member of the baby boomer generation, you want insights and ideas that factor into planning for, making choices about, and activating your new or mothballed dreams. As a boomer, you can learn how to act on your visions by tuning into the Awakening to Awareness show on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. If you are inspired to follow your own path, Step into new directions and are excited about what you as a recent or soon-to-be retiree can do with your life. This is your show. Listen to the show that focuses on self-belief and possibilities for emerging seniors who look forward to life's third act with dread or amazing promise. Host Eric Tonigson and his guests share entertaining ideas and explore strategies to reignite your passions and shift your intentions into action. In his naturally curious and motivating ways, Eric explores personal values, shares wisdom, and encourages you to unlock and live your potential and purpose. Join Eric and his Awakening to Awareness show on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on the TokiNet. Talk Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I'm so, so happy to have Christina Nicholson with us. So, Christina, right before break, we were talking about how important it is to have to hire a PR firm like yourself because 
you had stated that if you have a really good PR firm, you don't need advertising. Tell us mm-hmm. a little more about that. Well, I mean, think about it when you get the Sunday paper. You get the Sunday paper to read the stories. Yeah, there's lots of advertising and there's lots of coupons, but something is going to resonate more with you when you see it on the front page of the newspaper than when you see a little ad. And at the end of the day, advertising costs a lot more than public relations. I recently got a client's product on the Rachel Ray show. It was probably a 10-minute segment. It was a total of three products, my client's product being one of them, probably a 10-minute segment on the Rachel Ray show. And if you would break that up in an advertising cost, it would cost hundreds of thousands of dollars to be on daytime TV across the nation for 10 minutes. So I think a lot of people, though, are afraid to go with public relations in contrast to advertising just because of public relations, there is no guarantee. Like people will ask me, how much do I have to pay you to get a national media hit? And it's like, I I have no idea because I can't make the Today Show run something. I can't make Good Morning America bring you on your show to talk about something. The, The only thing I can do is reach out to my personal contacts and my professional contacts in a way that I know they want to be reached out to. I know who to contact. I know what to say. And I will give 110% to get you that coverage. But I can't make a reporter write something. So I think that's the only thing that people are iffy about when it comes to public relations is that there is no guarantee. But I think that's why when you do hire a PR company or somebody to do your publicity, you want to make sure they know what they're doing and they have the experience and you can get reports from that person. Look, this is what I'm doing for you. I'm doing my best. You're hiring somebody in good faith. And so you want to know that they're doing the best that they can for you. And I think a reason you mentioned when you were reading my bio that I have a leg up on a lot of other public relations people, people in the business, is just because I was on the other side of it. I know who to contact. And I know I got so many press releases that were so long. And nobody has time to read that. I can honestly tell you, I don't think in my 10 years I ever read one press release in its entirety. They're too long. They have nothing to do with the area I work in or the news that I cover. And I think, I think that's a big problem a lot of publicists make. They think they can just blast every news agency with all of their information and it's going to work. Well, you may get one or two hits that way, but you could be more successful if you personalize stuff for the right people. Um, So I think that's just that's just one positive aspect of doing your research when you hire somebody to do your PR. And my last tip for entrepreneurs, if they do want to promote themselves, is to watch the news and know what's trending. If you have some kind of business in the health field or a health product and you see news breaking, you see um, a celebrity is in the hospital for some kind of reason and your product or your business relate to it in some way, you better be on the phone or on your computer emailing everybody in your area promoting yourself, saying, look, this is happening. This is in the news right now. If you need an expert on the topic, I'm available. You can quote me. I can come in. I can do an interview. And that's the easiest and best way to get your own PR. You just got to stay on top of what's happening. Find a way that it relates to you. Find a way to make yourself newsworthy and then contact your news organizations about it. 
Oh, wow. That's, I can't believe these are wonderful, wonderful tips. So, um, I agree with all of this, but Christina, can we pick your brains just for a few minutes regarding press releases? Because Mm -hmm. there must be some things, if you get hundreds of these press releases to review on a daily basis, what's like the big, big no-nos of a press release? Like what would stand out on a press release that you wouldn't even want to look at? When you write press release in the subject line, that's one of them. When you write media alert or press release, press release, it's just we know it's going to be boring. We just assume it's going to be boring and we're not going to read it. If you write media alert, you're making us think it's some kind of breaking news when it's probably not. Um, and a lot of people, I, would, I worked in TV, and a lot of people would send me press releases about so-and-so wrote this book. Do you want a copy of the book? Do you want some quotes from the person? And I'm thinking, I'm on TV. I need to show video. I need to do interviews with people, and you're not offering me any of that. So if you want to be on TV, you better have some video available to show people. You better be available to do an in-person interview. Um, And if you're in print, you need quotes. You need high-resolution pictures. So you can't pitch the two entities the same way. And don't make them long. We don't need a novel of a press release. If we're going to do the story, we're going to do the story. Give us your bullet points. Give us the most important information you think we should know, and then we'll go from there. Because a lot of those releases, they're too long, and they're boring. Just get to the point because we don't have time to read all that. So how many bullet points are we looking at, Christina? Are we looking at three bullet points, five bullet points, ten bullet points, whatever it takes? What do you think? I I would say three to five. Try to keep it interesting. Try to keep it exciting and keep it newsworthy. Um, A lot of people say there's too much negativity on the news and it's all sad, depressing stuff. But unfortunately, that's what people watch. That's what people read. What gets ratings and what gets advertising dollars, that's what we cover. It's not a lot of the fluffy stuff. So if you have something that is sweet and featurey and all of that, then you need to find a hard news angle and spin it that way. Okay, that sounds great. So another question for you. So if there are solo entrepreneurs out there, Christina, who can we put as a contact? Should it be the owner of the company or does it look bad that it's the owner of the company? Who should that be? No, it doesn't look bad. It doesn't look bad if it's the owner. I think it just depends on who is the most media-friendly or media-trained person. If you're going to be on TV or if you're going to do a a print interview, you want to talk to that person like you would talk to any person. Don't try to sound all official and use big words or um, I, I know police officers do this when they do interviews. They say, the subject was getting away on foot. Well, people don't talk like that. Just say the person was running away. Right. So I think whoever is the, the best conversationalist should be the person who deals with the media. Um, and if that's the owner of the business, that's the owner of the business. I don't think it matters. But if you do have, if you do hire a PR company um, or somebody to do your publicity, they should know about media training and they should be able to help you with that if they don't do it themselves. Okay. Now, are there key points or key um, attributes that we should be looking for if we wanted to hire a PR firm? 
Is that I a think good you want to look at their yeah. track record for sure. Um, okay. Like I said, I, I think it's important to have been in the media to know how the media covers things and what they do. A lot of PR companies think, when I, for example, when I was looking for a job to get into PR from TV, a lot of companies wouldn't hire me. They would say, no, you don't have any PR experience. We're not going to hire you. You've never worked at an agency before. And I'm thinking, no, I've never worked at an agency before, but I, I throw every press release you send me away. Would you like to hire me? And I could tell you why, <laughs> and I could help you get more publicity. Um, right. I, I think it's important to just look at their track record, talk to them, see what they can do. And I'm big on, I, I don't BS people. Like, I'm upfront and honest. I'll tell you, you could hire me for six months, and realistically, I could not get you one media hit. It's doubtful, but it could happen just for the fact that I can't force these TV stations or these reporters to do a story. And a lot of PR companies say, oh, yeah, we can get that on the Today Show. Oh, yeah, we can get you in USA Today. We can do that. They don't know that. You can't force somebody to cover something. Sure. I mean, you make such a good point. I'll tell you, Christina, I... It was, do you think part of this is luck when you get on TV? I personally do, I think. Yeah, a lot of it is luck, honestly. A lot of it is luck. A lot of it is timing, is good timing. And Mm -hmm. a lot of it is knowing people, having personal connections with people. There's so many times where I'll just call my friend. I'll call my friend in, in another market and be like, hey, look, I have this client. They have this product. Is there a way you can put it into your show somewhere? And they'll do it just because they know you and, and you're their friend. Some of it's that. Some of it's the way you reach out to them. You know, you're, if you're reaching out to the right person, if you're saying the right thing. But a lot of it is luck. A lot of it is luck and timing because you got to think, especially these big network shows, they're getting pitched by hundreds and hundreds of people a day. So that's why it's important to craft your message a certain way because it does help with that luck. Yeah, I agree. I don't know how – well, I do know how it happened. Um Christina, I had, um, I guess, a reporter. Are you familiar with Harrow? Help a reporter yes. out? Yeah. Yes. So Peter Shankman, it was, I kind of liked it better a couple of years ago when he was the owner, then he had sold it. It just, I don't know, it seemed to help me a lot more when Peter was running it. But I responded to a query and I got quoted in the San Francisco Chronicle. And Mm -hmm. from there, the um, producer of ABC Nightline News read the article and called me. And, Christina, can you imagine? I live, like, in the woods. I Mm -hmm. could not believe they came to my house and did an entire segment. um, That's amazing. On my Glovey's product. And I look back at that, and, you know, I I was still kind of new doing it. But when they Mm -hmm. were leaving out of my driveway and they said that the cameraman, the producer, and they looked at their watches and they said, we have to get back to Manhattan. We're trying to get the train back to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Christina, I said to myself, this is a moment and I'm going to absorb it because a lot of people define success in a monetary way. But at that moment, that was, a, I don't know how much better I could get as far as PR goes you know. That's awesome. No, it doesn't get any better than that. And you know what? That's the thing about PR, too. You could have one little hit. Not that the San Francisco Chronicle is not little. That's amazing. But you could have any hit, any kind of hit, and it can lead to so much more. Like, you never know. Yeah. 
Who's going to see that? I got a hit for the baby products I was talking about on Christina, Rachel Ray. Christina, hold on one second. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, everyone. Hang in there. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, right after these on toginet.com. Welcome to Podcasting by Professionals. My name is Keith with Radio Links Broadcast Marketing, and I am here today to introduce you to five top industry pros who will teach you everything you need to know to start your own professional podcast. At the end of the course, we think you'll be well on your way to becoming an expert host of your own show. By the way, please do visit our website. It is podcastingbyprofessionals.com. This is the Tokenet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Shh, listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better, forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Christina Nicholson on the line with us. So, Christina, yeah, we were saying right before break, so... The fact that that happened to me, I don't know. I thought it was sheer luck, but then every time I tried to poo-poo it like it was no big deal, I would kind of try to ground myself and say, wait a second. Do you have any idea how many Harrow queries I responded mm-hmm. to, you know, a day in order to just get a couple of hits? And then when it um, – it, then when I got written up in the San Francisco Chronicle in that order, I hate to say it, but I had no idea the magnitude of that. And then I, it was right around the time that my, my dad had passed away and I really wasn't even working that hard because I was traumatized. And one of my girlfriends said to me, you know what? You really should just get yourself back in the office. Your dad would want you to do really good. And it happened that day. And when she said that to me, I walked in my office. I started going through all the stuff on my desk. And within an hour, Christina, that's when the phone rang. And I'll never forget answering the phone. And he's like, hi, is Josephine Jirasi there? I said, speaking. He goes, he says, hi, this is Max. I'm the producer of ABC Nightline News. (laughs) What the heck do you say to that? I was like... Hi, Max. Like, is this really happening? So it's just funny, but I'll tell you, I think a lot 
I want to say it was luck, but maybe it wasn't, you know, it was, I did take the steps in order to get my name out there, you know? Yeah, I do, I do think it's a little bit of both. I mean, I've had clients who, they've had little media hits and they were like a little blog here and they weren't that impressed, but somebody saw that little blog and it turned into something a lot more. So every media hit means something. You never know who can see it or where it can lead to. And your story right there is proof. It's so funny. So Christina, you just mentioned about the blogs. Let's talk a little bit about the importance of blogs. I I happen to agree with you. I mean, last summer, I just had a, a mom blogger that, you know, wrote about Glovies, and she didn't write anything really fancy or anything. And mm-hmm. I have to tell you, I was down the shore, and it was a weekend. It was during the summer, and I kept getting these dings on my phone, and I'm like, my phone was on fire. I'm like, what's going on here? Do you know that tiny little blurb ended up not only people reading about my product, but it really did get me a lot of orders too. So I think the mom bloggers out there are super powerful. No. Oh my gosh. It's insane. And I, I actually call myself the non-mommy blogger, mommy blogger, just because <laughs> I'm like in my bio on my blog, my blog is master and com. And on it, I, I kind of say, like, I didn't breastfeed. I gave my kids formula. I don't feed them organic. And when you think of a stereotypical mom blogger, you think, like, oh, mommy all the time, at home with the kids all day, every day, homeschooling. And I'm a lot more laid back than that. But right. the mommy blogging world is huge. And a lot of these women, they make so much money just posting about stuff. If you want them to post about a baby product, you better be willing to shell out a lot of money. The blogging world is like advertising, but it doesn't look like advertising. They don't do a lot of stuff for free, especially if they have a big audience. Now, me, like I mentioned earlier, I'm not about the BS. If you're going to pay me a lot of money to post something, then I'm going to believe in what I'm posting. I'm not just going to take money and post whatever I want. And I do a lot of stuff for free. I've done a lot of stuff. Um, I've promoted a lot of stuff on my blog and my social media for entrepreneurs just because I think it's nice. I think it's what I would want somebody to do for me if I was in that position. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is cute. It's got a big, a big, big, big following just because it is a, a form of social media. And that's huge now. Yeah, it's just, it's amazing the magnitude of all of this. Mm-hmm. It, who would have thought, Christina, seriously, who would have thought that the moms would have had the influence that they have today? I mean, I was just at a business meeting a couple of months ago, and I sat there, and it was a marketing. I was fortunate enough to be part of this major meeting with a big corporation, and it was funny how they were going through the list of marketing, of how they were marketing these national brands, and most of the topic was on how they were going to try to reach the mom bloggers, and I'm sitting Mm -hmm. there flabbergasted. I'm like, are you kidding me? Do they have that much pull? And you know what? When they say that the mom's responsible for what, like 83% of the household expenses? That's what I was just going to (laughs) say. It makes sense, right? Exactly. That's exactly why. And you got to think everybody's on social media now. If you're not reading Facebook posts, you're not on Twitter. I mean, you, you are in the minority and that's how they publicize their stuff everywhere. Yeah, it's it's important. So anything so else important. about blogging, Christina, any other tips on that? 
Um, I think blogging is something that entrepreneurs should do also just because you can do it for free. You don't need to pay for a website. You can make a website for free. Um, it, it, there are some that are very user-friendly and self-explanatory. Um, but I think when it comes to blogging, as it does social media for your brand or business, Are you there, Christina? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay, you cut out just for a minute. That's okay. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, let me back up. You okay. don't want to make, on your social media or on your blog, you don't want to make everything about your brand or your business because people are going to get bored with it. For example, I'm a unique presenter. I sell makeup. If on my fan page I was posting about mascara all day, every day, you're going to get bored. You don't want to see that. So I'm going to post other stories and other pictures and other articles that I think my audience will like. And maybe once every other day, once every three days, I'll post about my business and I'll try to sell you a mascara. Hmm. But Christina, what is your take on putting your personal life in your blog? I mean, I'm I'm still on the fence about it. Like, mm-hmm. I know that I could get a lot of followers because I know – not to sound like I'm bragging or anything, but I have a way of connecting with people, and I know that. And I know if I were to start blogging, like if I would have put a picture last night was my son's birthday, and I had the family picture of all of us blowing out the candle in the restaurant and the whole thing, I just think it would have caused some people to say, oh, I wonder how she celebrates with her kids for their birthdays. You know, it's curiosity, but mm-hmm. I'm not fully there to put my personal life out there. What are your thoughts? Right. But the people that do it, it I, I've seen it, Christina, in five, yeah. six years. The people that do it have these huge followings. They they throw a picture up there, and within an hour, they've got 200 likes for the for the family picture, you know, even though you've mm-hmm. seen 100 pictures of their baby already. What do you think? Well, this is something that I struggled with, too, a few months ago. And I was thinking, and I talked to some people that were like, I don't write my kids' names down. I have made-up names for them. I don't show their faces. I post pictures, but you don't see their faces. And I think it depends on your brand. If it relates to your brand, if, if your personal life is a part of your brand and you feel comfortable doing it, then why not? I have, I started more businessy, like more more media and mascara, and then I'm slowly going more personal and doing more mommy posts. But um, I, I'll use their names. I'll post their pictures. They're cute kids. Everybody should see them, right? I know. <laughs> um, I think it just depends on your brand and what you're doing. There is no right or wrong answer. It's totally up to you and what you want to do. And, you know, you just want to be safe. You don't want to, my kids go to school here. Here's the address. This is where, this is when they'll be there. You know, you don't want to give up give up too much information but i mean i think you know if you're having a birthday party and you have a cool theme and cool decorations and you want to share them and you feel comfortable doing it then why not right and you know the most important thing is i think it's crazy when i see people taking the pictures on vacation and their house is empty like to me i don't know (laughs) post them when you get home you know you're coming home sunday night post them sunday night when you're safely at home and everybody knows you know anyway that's just my take on it but um, i agree I'm glad that we're kind of both in the same situation, but I will tell you the people that do share all their personal stuff out there have huge followings because it's, you've got that connection to them. 
It makes right. you more real. Exactly. So how active do we have to be on social media? Um, do we have to do it every single day? I, I think like probably a little every day. My take is it's if I can tweet for 15 minutes a day and write a blog for a half hour a day, that's 45 minutes out of the day. It's still a chunk of time, but I do think the return is there. What do you think? A hundred percent. You should be on social media doing something daily. And you don't have to be on every social media because there are a lot. If your business or brand is not visual, then don't worry about Instagram because Instagram is all pictures. Um, I think the big two for businesses, in generally speaking, is Twitter and Facebook. Um, and I think it's very important to, to have an audience and do something daily. And because there are so many different forms of technology that allow you to schedule posts, it's easier than ever. You can literally spend an hour of your day and schedule posts for Facebook and Twitter for the next two weeks. And that's a weight off your shoulders. You won't even have to log on. You should log on. You should interact with people who are liking or sharing or commenting on your post. But you can schedule that stuff. If you want to take a vacation, it'll look like you never even left because you're still scheduling stuff. And that's the best way to connect with your customers and your, your customers or your audience, whatever it may be. It's the easiest way and it's the best way because you can do it personally. But you have to remember to take emotions out. There are way too many crazy fights happening on threads, on comments, and back and forth. There is no emotion in typing a word. So don't get defensive and don't get personal. Just focus on you and your business. But it's definitely something you should do at least once a day on at least one channel. Okay. I think that that's great. So, Christina, I can't believe it, but we're coming up on another break in about a minute. But um, tell us one other thing. Um, Let's see. One of the questions we had here was, how does blogging play a role in an entrepreneur trying to make it? We mm-hmm. somewhat you're covered doing, it, but do I, you want to add something quick? Yeah, I mean, you're doing your own PR. That's your outlet. And like I said, you, you can create a blog for free. That's your outlet. That you, you type up what you want to type up. You share your pictures, and you blast it on social media. You use hashtags that are trending to bring people to it. I mean... That's you doing your own PR if you're doing your own blog. Just remember to keep it exciting and fresh and don't make everything all about you and your brand or your business. Somehow tie it in. Somehow make it related. But don't be too salesy. You want to share stuff. You want to be entertaining and informative. Okay. That's perfect. Okay. Wonderful. I think we're coming up on a break. Yes. Okay. So when we come back, we're going to have Christina Nicholson share with us her five best business tips. So everyone stay with us and we will be back shortly. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can with Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi 
having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches lessons in joyful living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. This is the Tokinet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Familia, faith. Identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoto, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the Wow Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Christina Nicholson with us. So, Christina, as promised, I'd like to give you the floor to let my listeners know how they can contact you if they'd like to ask you a question or perhaps even hire you to do their PR for their small businesses. Oh, perfect. Well, I have my blog. There is a contact form on my blog and some more about me. Um, I actually have some tips for entrepreneurs on there as well and what happens behind the scenes on TV. So you can see that at MascaraMavenAndMore.com. Um, I'm also on social media. Um, search Mascara Maven or Mascara Maven and More and you'll find me. You can email me. It's Christina Nicholson 723 at Yahoo.com. Um, but I think the easiest one for people to remember if you're not writing anything down would be MascaraMavenAndMore.com. Perfect. Okay, that's wonderful. All right, so Christina, I have to tell you, thank you so much for all of this wonderful um, PR advice. You've been really, really great. And I usually wrap up my last segment of the show with the five best business tips. So we're getting even more tips from you. So thank you, Christina. Let's start with tip number one, network, spread the word. Everything is network marketing, even when it's not. So tell us about that. It's like if you eat at a restaurant and it's good and you tell your friend, oh, yeah, eat at this restaurant, you're doing business for that restaurant and you're not even thinking about it. You just share what you like and you share what you love. And if that's your brand and your business, that's all you got to do. 
Yeah. How funny is that, Christine? And you know, as women, we do a great job at that. <laughs> imagine <laughs> imagine how much information goes around with just a couple of moms or women getting together for lunch, you know, in one lunch. Imagine you're leaving with the best mascara you ever put on in your life, right? <laughs> That, that's, that's exactly how it happened. The skincare, I have to tell you, Christina, I have a friend that's selling the Nerium and they really want me to sell the Nerium. And I'm like, I'm like you. I'm like, I don't have any more time in my day to start selling uh-huh. this. Meanwhile, I, I, know, used, well, I, I used I the, the product and it's amazing. It, it is. I thought exactly the same thing. And I, was like, what am I doing trying to sell mascara? I am way too busy. What am I thinking? But because it is network marketing and it is social media based, I can just do stuff on social media. I can talk to my friends. They can talk to their friends and they can talk to their friends. It's really not that hard. And I've grown a team of a lot of women under me who are doing the exact same thing and are successful. So why not? I mean, you have nothing to lose. I'm telling you, I think it's really great, but I have to get my hands on that mascara. How am I going to do yes, that, you Christina? Do. It um, is $29 plus tax, but for you, Josephine, I will give you a deal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk after the show. But, Christina, uh-huh. so for $29, how how do you sell that to somebody? Like, I, okay. I guess, Well, everybody thinks us. $29 for mascara. That's crazy. But this mascara, it's not like a normal mascara. There's the gel, which is like a normal mascara, and then there's fibers. It makes your lashes longer and thicker, and it is proven to work. I hate sales, so if I'm selling it, you know it works. <laughs> I've created YouTube videos. I take my own before and after pictures because I don't believe those airbrush model pictures. Right. So it is like an alternative to lash extensions or false lashes. So that's why it's $29, and if you don't love it, you can send it back, and you get 100% of your money back, no questions asked. So you have nothing to lose when you buy it, and everybody who buys it is in shock at what it does. Is it waterproof? Yep. It's water-resistant, but for me, it's waterproof. I mean, like, you need an eye makeup remover to get it off. It stays on pretty well. Okay. Can you go swimming with it? Yeah, you can. I've gone swimming with it, and I don't even... It doesn't. It doesn't come off. It doesn't drip. Like it, it looks like fresh face makeup, even when I go swimming with it. Oh, that's it's amazing. Okay, so I'm placing my order in, and if anybody <laughs> wants to place their order in with Christina, they'll have to do that too. All right, so that's perfect. So let's move on to tip number two, and this is so important: fake it till you make it, but honestly. So tell us about yes. that. I add, but honestly, because a lot of people fake it till they make it, and they're lying the whole way through it, and that bothers me. You can fake it, but you can fake it honestly. If you're having a bad day, and you thought something was going to go through business-wise, and it didn't, and you're upset about it, it's okay to be upset. It's okay to admit you're upset, but you still have to remember, this is just one day. Tomorrow can be better. So when I say fake it, put a smile on your face, be positive. Look forward. There are much worse things that can happen. Yeah, it's so important. As an entrepreneur, it's just a roller coaster. We go up and down all the time. Mm-hmm. And I I agree with you 100%. And, you know, your integrity is everything in your business. I really, yeah. it's just not worth not being honest. And that's just mm-hmm. my opinion. 
All right. So we'll move on to tip number three. Focus on positive content marketing. No one wants to be sold to. Okay. Content marketing. When I say that, I mean, don't make everything you post or say an advertisement. Don't be a walking advertisement. If you, for mascara, for example, I'm not going to say, oh, my goodness, look at this mascara. You need to buy it, and this is why. I'm going to tell you, I just went on a vacation, and I didn't spend any money from my full-time job. It was all extra money. I made it unique. And they're going to say, well, how would you do that? And then I'll tell you about all of the extra money that I make during unique, doing unique, and that is my vacation money. You don't want to be so obvious and in people's faces. You don't want to be pushy. You don't want to be an advertisement and tell people to buy things. You just want to share instead of sell. You want to share your passion for the product or share your business or share your brand with enthusiasm, and then people will pick up on it, and it will be their own decision to want to buy into it instead of you telling them to buy into it. I think it's great. Perfect. And it's funny because even with the Nerium, when I started using it, Christina, I started getting compliments from everybody and everybody's like, oh, you look so great. And I was joking with my girlfriends. I said, look, don't I look 10 years younger? And they looked at me. It was actually my brother. And my brother said, honest to God, I was going to say something before you even said anything. So when you're dealing with good products, they almost sell themselves. So Exactly. And it's that kind of stuff. Like if you sold Miriam, you could just tell people about the compliments you're getting and that will lead to more. You're not telling people to buy it. You're not referring people to your friends. You are just saying, I'm getting compliments and that's it. Yeah. It's kind of like a teaser. You're you're 100% right. But the whole fact is, if you don't like the stuff, you can just return it and send it back. I think that is what gets people to, that cinches the deal. So for yeah. all the small businesses out there, that might be an approach you might want to try. Just 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's Because then people will it. feel like they have nothing to lose and they're more willing to pull the trigger. Absolutely. So, okay, business tip number four, keep going. Oh, gosh, how important is that? It's pretty important. I mean, you hear any any entrepreneur, you always hear stories about how at the beginning they tried it for a couple months, it wasn't working out, they were going to quit. And then they kept going and they kept going. And network marketing, like with Unique, I'm hearing so many stories of people who are making tens of thousands of dollars a month and they wanted to quit the first couple months because they thought it was a get-rich-quick kind of thing because they've heard those success stories. Well, if you do it for two months, you're not going to make as much money as you would do it if you do it for two years. So right. don't give up because it's not just like working out. Like it's everybody's New Year's resolution to work out. They go to the gym for a couple of weeks and then they quit. Well, in a year, that next year rolls around. You're making that same New Year's resolution. If you didn't quit, think of where you would have been a year later. So you have to remind yourself in a year, where could I be if I keep doing this? If I like it? then I'm going to keep doing it. If you don't like it and you don't want to do it, then quit by all means. But if you like it, if you like the idea, if you remember why you started, then keep going. Well, that's very inspirational. Great. That was great. All right. Business tip number five, find a mentor or positive influence. So important. And I agree with you. Tell us about that. I think it's important to have somebody to vent to. Um, it's important to get advice and just bounce ideas off of somebody. Um, but then again, 
you don't, you're an entrepreneur for a reason. It's because you don't want a boss. You probably had a boss before. You have parents. You don't want somebody to tell you what to do, and you don't want somebody to be tough on you or to overly push you because that doesn't motivate you. That has the opposite effect. So when I say find a positive influence and find a mentor, I mean somebody that will honestly help you, somebody that wants to see you succeed, somebody that is there for you when you need them. I think that's great advice. But, Christina, I'm going to even take it one step further, only because I've been doing my Glovius product for a long time. And what I learned is you don't have to have just one mentor. You can Mm -hmm. have two, three, or four mentors. You might have one mentor who had a small business and turned it into a multi-million dollar business, and they could be giving you business advice in a general sense. Then you can hone it in and get like a PR mentor, somebody who can really just help you with your PR. And you break down your business into smaller pieces. And uh, I, I think that can really help you get your business truly to the next level. So I love that business tip. Find a mentor or positive influence. I think that's great. So, Christina, I'm so sad that we're coming up to the end of our show here. I think you've done such an amazing job. Um, Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Christina, you did great. And I hope you won't mind if I have to uh, pull you back on my show to pick your brains another time. Anytime. This is great. So I'm going to send everybody to mascaramavenandmore.com. And yeah, that's I, my blog. My blog is mascaramavenandmore.com. Oh, yeah, and I sell the mascara at christinasmascara.com. It's all about mascara and my life for some reason. That's like a recent thing. (laughs) I think that this is wonderful. And I love the fact that you're blogging about great tips for entrepreneurs. So with that, I want to say thank you so much to Christina Nicholson for being a part of Paying It Forward this week. Thanks, Christina. Thank you, Josephine. Have a good day. Thank you. And everyone, have a wonderful, productive week, and I'll see you next week on Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons.